One bourbon, one beer, one water. Is it one whiskey, one beer, one bourbon, one beer? It's like one, something like that. I don't fucking know. All right, we're live on Facebook. We can start the show. What's up, everybody? It's the ID84 show live here. Episode 209. As always, Adam the Mallet to the left of me, or the right of you, depending on how you're looking at the screen. Um, February the 10th. Um, and we're back. Thursday night. First time we're on Thursday night. Well, yeah. first time you and I are on Thursday night, I think since we started the show, because I think we did Mondays and Wednesdays for the longest time. Yeah, I'm sure um, there was a Thursday. I think the Tuesdays we did for a little while. Um, me and uh, Eric Danger Powers kicked the show off back in 2009 on a Thursday night <laughs> in Quincy. So there's something special. I'm starting to get a little cabin fever doing this show in our exclusive locations, though. You know? Okay. Well, we talked about doing once uh we did and then omicron came and fucking slowed things down and, but that just turned out to be a speed bump so everything should now we could probably now i think we're in the clear so i think we probably could figure something out real easily so i'm down I'm and um flexible. Flexible. yeah let's make it okay let's get a little cabin fever sitting you know what i mean like it's one thing about you're out and drinking and then you, you can you know yeah i don't know but but uh before the show starts i want to I'll ask you, who do you think is who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl and who do you want to win the Super Bowl? I want the Bengals, but I'm going with the Rams. OK. Yeah. Although I hate I hate Cincinnati. I hate Ohio. I think it's kind of shitty. Right. But well, I, as you I, do. I, I just got to go with the numbers. You know? Every year in the show, I go and get my custom T-shirt for the team I'm going to pick so I can wear it to the Super Bowl. Right. As long as I'm not playing the Patriots. So I got my ID 84 and judging by the colors, you could probably guess who I'm rooting for on Sunday. I never in my life thought I would own a Cincinnati Bengals t-shirt. I know. I right? just, uh, oof. Put that up there. There we go. I ordered that the night of the AFC championship. I just got it today, so they're a little behind. So I got a question. Is there any scenario where you would get who would who would the Chiefs have to play for you to get a Chiefs shirt? Oh God. <laughs> yeah. Um who would, it, who would they have to play in the so, school? It's funny you said that because I do own a Seattle Seahawks ID84 T-shirt, which I got back uh, when the Broncos played the Seahawks and won that year before the Patriots played them. Um, So I thought that was kind of funny. Who the fuck would the Chiefs have to play for me to? Oh, I would say there's a good chance of me getting a Chiefs T-shirt, right? Okay. If Mahomes wasn't on the team. Okay. I think I don't really have a hatred for this for the for the Chiefs to be honest with you because I, I when I was a kid my first fitted hat I ever got was the uh, Kansas City Chiefs hat. Yeah. I just hate. I just don't like my home. Like you just hate the whole like we're the new dynasty bullshit. Oh, the alleged new dynasty. Yeah. When they you just didn't like that shit. I guess. Yeah. I I hate the people he. I hate the people Mahomes is around more than him. I which I think it's probably the reason I don't like him as much as I do because I seen him over in the uh, in the Pro Bowl. I, I seen some clips online and stuff, and he was hanging out with like uh, Mac Jones and um and uh, who's the quarterback of uh the the Chargers, the, the young kid, which is face. I hate him. I you don't like him. No, him. really. No, ever since they played the Patriots, and he made that kind of snarky comment, like he's like, because remember he had a bad game. He's like, well, they played man. Like we oh, didn't practice yeah. for that. So Almost like saying yeah. it like they were playing pussyish because like they wouldn't let him throw. Mm-hmm. Like the way he like commented about that, like almost like it was pussy for them to play like that and not zone. Like I was just kind of like, dude, they can 
play that way. I don't what think is, he's football smart. What is his name? He, yeah, he's kind of uh, Herbert. Dude. Justin Herbert. Herbert. Yeah, he kind of reminds me of like a his mental ability is like a Ben Roethlisberger level. Like the things that, you know what I mean? Like not too smart, like a big jock. I don't see him being good outside of that system because he likes to chuck the ball. He likes to, they let him yeah. chuck it, just chuck it anywhere else. I'm not sure if he'd be good anywhere else. I don't. Yeah. I don't and he's only so. in second year too. You know, I mean, you got to give it a few years before these quarterbacks kind of pan out to what they're going to be, you know? I mean, they were nine and eight. I mean, they talk but about him like he's like the Messiah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I, I don't, I mean, the last Patri- year they had a losing record. I mean, I mean, the Patriots in a rebuilding year were nine and eight. So in a rebuilding year. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I think the charge, I think the, the Chargers are not rebuilding. I think they're pretty much got a nice, what they're gonna play with for a few years. You know what I mean? I don't think they're gonna be adding any pieces to that team. Okay, what if it was a Packers Chiefs Super Bowl? I would go Packers. Really? Even though I got, you can't see Aaron Rodgers. I don't mind. I don't really mind Aaron Rodgers. I just think he's a fruit that lives with other men. I think he has like a, a beard as a I girlfriend. Think, I think he's a dick. Doesn't make him a bad. Yeah, he's kind of a dick, but like. I have a thing in my heart against with the, and I know it. See, one jersey I know I, I can give you three three shirts. I will never get it. The hell would have to freeze over before the Chiefs. I would get a Chiefs T-shirt before these three teams. Oh, which one? Are they? What are they? All right, you could probably guess. It's pretty easy. Because baseball. Jaguars? No, I would get Jaguars if they were playing the Super Bowl. I'd probably jump on them. Uh the Jets, the Giants, and the Steelers. I'd, I'd be dead before I wore any of those. I, this is, I don't know if the Steelers hatred is just like growing up, like hating the Steelers, playing them every year. Just like, but it was funny because I really liked Ben Roethlisberger. I thought he was, a good, I think he's a good, I, I really liked him playing and I rooted for I him res- a lot. I respect their ownership. I, I like, yeah. I respect the Steelers as an ownership, but yeah, I don't like the Steelers either. Like mm-hmm. they're one of the better ownerships in all of football. So I yeah. respect that, you know. It is New York teams. I, 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 would, I would wear a Buffalo Bills t shirt before I wore uh, a Jets or. It's just like a Yankees. I wouldn't wear a Yankees t-shirt. Like it's like Ken Griffey said, the Yankees could pay me all the money in the world. I'd never play for them. You know what I mean? Yes, I remember that. Yeah. Like if my kid ever like played professional baseball and he got drafted to the Yankees, like do you know what kind of moral contundra I'll have of my life? I have to sit in there watching him rooting for him on the Yankees, knowing that how much I fucking hate the Yankees. I mean, you can still root for him and not root for the team. Right. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you know can what I mean? Do that. You know, but all the parents in the fucking the stands, they're all wearing like the kids' jersey. Like I, it, it, it would be a cold, cold day in hell. It's just like you know, or a Montreal Canadiens jersey. I'd never wear or a Lakers jersey. Oh my god, god no. Yeah, I'd rather I've wear never. a Utah Jazz jersey than a Lakers or a Pelicans jersey than a Lakers jersey. I'm trying to think oh. here. I'm I'm never rooting for. Yeah, the Jets, obviously. This is, I don't, I've never liked the Ravens, and that's because of the Suggs era. Like, Terrell, that just okay. goes way back. Yeah, I would say Ravens are probably up there with Pittsburgh, too. Yeah, I would say I would give you that one. Yeah, I hated them since the existence. In fact, I, in 2000, in that Super Bowl, I rooted for the Giants. Mm. Yeah, I, just something about the Ravens. I, 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 I don't, I, I despise, uh, who the hell is there? Uh, Lewis, Ray Lewis. Yes, a legend, Suggs. a legend murderer. Ray Lewis. Flacco is just a doofus. Oh, yeah, doofus. 
he goes, he's a second string quarterback for the University of Pittsburgh. And then he's like, I'm going to go to University of Delaware and play some 1A ball and be a starter. He's got a fucking Super Bowl ring. And he has a Super Bowl ring. Yeah. How many bad quarterbacks have a Super Bowl ring? How many bad plays have a Super Bowl ring? How many great plays? I would say there's more great plays that don't have a Super Bowl ring than bad plays that have a Super Bowl ring. Let's Google Like, who was the quarterback of the uh, Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers in 2003 when they beat the, the Raiders? Um, Super Bowl. Bob Saget or something like that. Bob Ooh, by the way, bumped his head. Jesus, that's some scary shit. That is very scary. Uh, Super Bowl 2003. Well, I'll tell you right now that the, I'm just going to say this right off the bat. Um, the MVP was the safety, Dexter Jackson. Okay, let's look at that. Yeah, it was the Bucks 48, Raiders 21. And your quarterback was. Uh, I couldn't even. Brad think Johnson. Really? <laughs> Wah, wah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember where I was watching that Super Bowl too. I was at a house party in Everett, Massachusetts. And there was this girl. Oh, this is a funny story. I was this girl I graduated high school with from Riveja that was at this party. And uh she just and we we're at this kid's house and she just got out of the bedroom and everyone's like, Oh, so and so just blew so and so the kid who was hosting the party. And she's like, What can I say? I love the cock. I'll never forget this. And I turn over and I look, and there's the uh Bucks beating the uh, Raiders. I was like, ah, what an interesting situation. I'm pretty sure the Raiders were heavily favored in that game, too. They sure were. The Raiders, uh, yeah, they their year was the year that the Tuck rule. They sh- probably should have won that game. They, they probably would have won the Super Bowl that year. Well, maybe not, though. The greatest show on turf was pretty good, but I don't know. Yeah. But um, so we have a guest tonight, and we're booked. We're booked till uh, almost April right now. We got some comedians coming and joining us, so it's going to be oh, fun. Oh, awesome. So... Whether we take the show on the road or we stay local, we're going to have some people zooming in on us. So uh, our guest tonight is a comedian. His name is David uh, Piccolomini. I think that's how you pronounce it. He's a Panzano like us, a fellow Italian. Um, Mm. And I'm not sure where he's from. I'm assuming probably I'm going to guess New York, New Jersey. But it's his own podcast, The Tinder Tales. That's right. Yeah, we'll get some information. His uh, stand up's pretty funny. Um, so we should bring him in at this point. Might as well like hang out in the waiting room and get his perspective on life. He's probably a diehard Jets fan. And we probably already insulted him and we don't even know it. Which would be hilarious because we've done that time and time too. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. Like remember the guy from the malls, the mall, dead mall guy, he was a big Bills fan, and we we're just shitting on the Bills for fucking twenty five minutes before he came on the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So David P's in the waiting room, right? I told him uh is I told him between eight, yeah, ten pass and fifteen. So, up oh, his mics. He's he's probably sitting there. Hope he's not jerking off or anything. That would be just weird. Remember the guy from the strip club when we came on? He was like laying. Yeah, in. he was like laying <laughs> in bed. He's just holding his phone up, like hey. stilettos in Rhode Island. He was just hanging out. Yeah, so he's good, you know. That is. Never, uh, have we ever anyone naked on the show? Some of the, were there some of the porn stars naked we've had in the past. Oh, maybe not, right? No, no. That guy was probably the most naked guy on the show. He was just in like a grubby white T-shirt. Like. <laughs> we woke him up. I think so. Somebody sent him a message. I was like, "Hey, you still joining us?" He's like, "Uh, oh. can you unmute me?" Oh, did I do that? Did you mute him? No. Let's see. Hey, I, I don't think you muted him. I no, muted him, unless you hit some magical button. That's on. I think that's on you, sir. If you can hear me. 
I think you just got to hit your little mic or uh, you're free to go. Watch, the video is going to come up. It's going to be a gaping asshole. It's saying the host won't let me unmute. Interesting. Damn it, Artie. <laughs> All right. Let's try this. You just made him the host. Yeah, so maybe that could uh, change things. So, you're the host now, David. You, you are the, the man. So if you, can, hey, you can actually hear in charge of the show. Yeah. Is it? There we go. Something? I think it's there connecting. We got we got some life here. Oh wait, now he's muted again. Love this zoom. What is going on? <laughs> Maybe he's joining us from a uh, unmarked location. Oh, wait, oh, he said he was at a comedy club tonight. He's going to be zooming from there, so maybe they got oh, maybe nice. bad service or something like that. That could be it. Hmm. That always happens occasionally, you know. Well, hopefully he's not getting you know swindled by the Tinder swindler. You know, it's not great. Oh, he's going to uh, join. Okay. All right, we'll give him a minute or so. But uh, yeah, so Super Bowl Sunday, um, four and a half favorites is the uh, Rams. Mm. It's just tough to get behind an LA team. I don't know how it is, you know. I get it. Now the NFL, the NFL must be happy about it because they're trying to get fans out there because no one likes the. West Coast football. Ticket prices like eight to ten, ten grand for a fucking ticket for that game. It's kind of like that every year, though, right? Yeah, but not really, though. I mean, like, I mean, but you know, on the state, that's probably like for like a suite, right? I know they were showing like these million dollar suites you could rent for the game, like a company Mm -hmm. could buy or whatever. But you know what it is? It's like I'm thinking they probably took the most expensive ticket and calling it a day. You know, he's back. Mm. Because I've been, you know, I've been to a couple of Super Bowls, but it's like it's been prices, but nothing like that. You know what I mean? But it is L.A., so they obviously inflate everything. I feel bad because like Cincinnati, you know, it's a blue collar town. You know, a lot of people probably don't have the, the dough to spend to go to a Super Bowl. But it's true. It's probably like their, uh, you know, the life savings to go out there to L.A. to go see a game. And oh, no. you know. hello, hello, Dave. Can we hello? I can hear you? What's up, brother? How you doing? Hey, oh, Dave. What up? What up? Hey. Hey. So, yeah, you literally uh, caught me. Uh, someone, uh, I was trying to find like a spot that's quiet. Yeah. Do this from because I'm, yeah, I'm in a winery that we're doing a comedy show at. It's really fun. I was um, going to say, but, you're either in a winery or you're in some kind of European village and you're escaping from the Nazis. You're hiding. That could, it could, that could also be a winery. <laughs> it could be true. Yeah, you're right. Dude, most wineries just do look like Anne Frank's attic for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I like the knotted pine behind you. It's a real rusted look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, complete with the the plaid shirt I'm wearing and the cap. Like, right. I'm ready to chop some wood, guys. Let's do it. Now, I would say, not knowing where you are, but you're probably not. I would say by the, by the looks of you, you're like in the woods of Vermont somewhere. But you're probably not. No, you're right. It, that's also the beard doing a lot of that effort, too. Um, it's uh, I'm actually in like way western Pennsylvania. In fact, so far west, it's technically Ohio. Oh, okay. Are you from that area? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm from a, I'm from Delaware, but I'm based in New York. I just do these uh, brewery and winery shows all over the country where we go on tour, like mini tours. Oh, wow. That, okay. that, that sounds like a trap. Like, Because here's the thing. It's like you're on stage, you're going to perform, but you want to drink. You're at an, a winery, but that could screw you up if you have too much to drink. Like, yeah, that yeah, just yeah. seems no, like... No, uh... oh. <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> Don't worry about it, ma'am. You're good. <laughs> are you on are you on right now 
no, no, oh. I'm just in the space that I thought was more closed off, but it's not. Oh, there's a bar mitzvah going on tonight or something like that? You just no, it's just the rest of the show's happening. Oh. <laughs> now it's like a church. It's like yeah, church. oh, yeah. I don't know if this is much better sound-wise, but uh, I'm so sorry, guys, that it it's is. Right, so it's actually pretty funny. Uh, you're in uh, Western Pennsylvania. I just tracked down my potential 14-year-old who lives in uh, Wilmington, uh, Pennsylvania, I guess. Wilmington, Pennsylvania? Yeah, I guess. Or Wilmington, Delaware? Uh, Wilmington, Pennsylvania. I guess it's near uh, Newcastle in that region. No, that would be Delaware. No, there's a Newcastle, Pennsylvania. It's north of Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Weird. Let's see. I anyway, potential 14-year-old. We're not sure if it's mine or not. It was a spring break 2006 situation, and we're still trying to figure out the situation. But long it's story. Ongoing. It's an ongoing. Yeah, it's an ongoing anyway, thing. Yeah. It's an ongoing <laughs> epidemic. You know. Um, so how long when did you start this tour? Uh so this one, this one's a short one. So we're just I'm doing this is the first day I'm doing Ohio and then I'm down in Kentucky and then I'm down in Tennessee. Nice. What part of Tennessee? Wow. Uh Clarksville, Tennessee. Clarksville. Sounds it's like fun. about an hour from Nashville. But wow. that show's really fun. I'm looking forward to it. Nice. Tennessee Valley Brewing Company. I'm gonna do my plugs, I guess. Yeah, go uh, ahead. Plug away. Sure, yeah. I like uh, I like your pose on your Twitter page. It, it reminds me of like Jeff Goldblum and Jurassic Park. Oh, thank you. The way you're, <laughs> the way you're yeah. kind of like spread out. I was like, this that's, guy gets it. Okay, that's a weird place. That's in Susan Sarandon's ping pong, ping pong club. Nah, really? I what? swear to God. Oh, shit. Ping pong. Yeah, Susan Sarandon has like a private uh, ping pong club that she owns. Really? Yeah, and uh, my friends <laughs> were interviewing Buda Friedlander there, and so I got to come along and hang out with it. How, and then, how, does, uh, how does one get invited to this ping pong club? I fucking I don't know. My, my I I dated someone who made a lot of money. Okay, all right, that's and uh, she just had these friends who had weird like privileges essentially, <laughs> and then I would just get invited along. I was the trophy boyfriend. You, that's the way to do it. I had nothing against that. I, I encourage that, and I uh, more men should do the same. It's literally men just have to you have to learn like four skills as a man. If you can learn like four skills, you can get a rich girlfriend. Okay. Do you want to get one to share the skills of us? Maybe we'll be able to learn us. Okay. Yeah. Uh, stand up, stand up comedy. Not okay. the funny one, but uh, I'm a pretty good cook. Yes. I'm, yeah. Oh, being a, a great cook. I, I've probably... always said if you could just learn how to cook one good meal, just it, just one really good go to. Like a good it, it... third date meal where you're like, look, he can provide. Nice. Yep. And you're a pal's down anyway, so Italians don't cook anyway, so. Oh, exactly. Well, actually, it's weird. The Italian side of my family, like, I have, like, an Italian side and then just, like, English, European mutt side. Yep. And the Italian side doesn't know how to season shit. It's wild. <laughs> oh, that's funny. It's upsetting. They're so Baptist and so uh, Italian, and yet none of them can cook for shit. Oh, shit. It's like those are those are supposed to be two of the best American food groups, right? Like soul food and Italian, yeah. right? Right. So, com so comedy, cooking. What's what's the other things we should know? Because you know, there's a lot of. Oh, I can sing. Of... I can oh. sing. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I used to. I was a musical theater dork, so I learned how to sing from doing. You have a Bengals thing in your background. Yeah. So if you yeah, we started the show off every year. I pick a team um, to win the Super Bowl once they get into the Super Bowl. And I get a custom, uh, a custom T-shirt. So this, it's the ID eighty. Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so I have a funny story about the Bengals. Okay, yeah. 
uh, I, when I was uh, 13, uh, I was not a sports kid at all. So my friends told me, they sat me down. They're like, you have to pick a favorite football team. It's driving us crazy. You don't have one. Yeah. And they expect me to pick the Eagles because that's where I'm close to. And I, I asked them, I go at 13, I'm like, uh, what's the worst team? <laughs> you're like, I don't know, the Bengals? I was like, that's my favorite team now. There that's you go. my life. And look at you. Now you're an OG. That they're in the Super Bowl. 20, I did a 20-year bit. I didn't know I was going to do. <laughs> that, that's a commitment right there. You committed to the joke for 20 years. <laughs> be like, what's your favorite? Like, I have like weird Bengal gear that I don't know what to do. Like, that, like people would like... You know, it's a family Christmas present thing. They're like, oh, yeah, get him a Bengals thing. He likes the Bengals. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, now you can actually use it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can, <laughs> I can go out in public with my Bengals koozie. It's like, again. you know, when I was uh, 12 years old, I got this cool Bengals uh, backpack, which uh, no one really understood living in, uh, you know, northern Delaware. But now it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I thought you did that in new england i was like oh how are you alive <laughs> no yeah it, 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 this t-shirt will be worn for uh for tomorrow and sunday only and then it goes back <laughs> into the into the, the the basket of t-shirts of teams that i rooted for that i no longer probably wear again yeah but, you're gonna be yeah. you'll be using it to swaddle your kid right yeah there you go <laughs> yeah. here honey here's something you can shit in right <laughs> I mean, because it's like, you know, it's like, who am I going to be? I love football. So it's mostly only football and baseball. I'll pick a team to root for if the Sox or the uh, Pats on it. So, you know, I kind of go all out because I'm fucking crazy. Like I have a New England is one of the few areas where I will actually edit a joke that I have in my act. Because like I don't edit for most like it's like it's all grandparents fine. They're still going to hear about my STDs. That's Mm -hmm. fine. Um, But uh uh, I have a joke, about, and I need to clarify. I don't know shit about sports. I don't really care about sports uh, in any way before I say this, because uh, it might rile you. But I have this huh. joke about LARPing. Okay. Um, oh, okay. So I, I don't LARP. Yeah, I know LARPing. Yeah. Yeah, you know what LARPing is? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I go on this long, nerdy tangent about LARPing, and at the end of it, I'm like, yeah, that's what it sounds like when you guys talk about sports to me. Uh, <laughs> and then I'm like, I only really learned one thing in sports, uh, one term in sports, and that was, uh, fuck the Patriots. Uh, <laughs> That's a good one. and that gets applause breaks ever in 45 states <laughs> oh i believe it in fact I believe actually, that. if you did that joke 20 years ago people in new england would probably laugh at you too because we were terrible we were really really bad i believe you i don't know anything about you yeah. you're talking about that you might as well tell me about the elves there, there, about- are, <laughs> there, there are 15 year old children walking around new england to this day that did, did- don't know that Makes yeah. weak men or whatever. They don't so, know. It's good like, years. It's Are like, you saying? Sorry. No, it's like it's like the old grandfathers that like when the Sox finally won the World Series in eighty in uh, uh-huh. uh two thousand four and they're like eighty four years. They're like, I remember being a kid on the rocking chair, and the Red Sox won the World Series when I was two years old in nineteen eighteen, and I never seen a win since. So, so David, you're telling me we need to talk about the fires of Mordor. Because we can go down that route too. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We can. Oh, dude, we can. Uh, we can talk about the fires of Mordor all day. Like I'm, I'm no, I'm no Stephen Colbert in terms of knowledge. But mm. <laughs> Stephen Colbert is a huge Lord of the Rings fan. But uh, I'm just a huge dork in general. Same here, man. Yeah, no, that tracks. You're in a blockbuster video. I am. If you, if you were, I always, we always usually close the show. But I, I'm going to ask it now. Uh, I, okay. I always usually close the show by asking, you know, I want to ask, you know, if you were in blockbuster video just right now, what would you want to rent? What movie? What do you, what would you be in the mood for right this second? Okay. Old, okay. Matter. 
Okay, so it doesn't matter if Blockbuster would have actually carried it because it's no longer around. Doesn't matter. If you were in my okay. video store right now, what movie would you want to see? You know what uh, I'm really feeling is uh, Suicide Squad, the new one, the Suicide okay. Squad. Okay. Yeah, I love that movie. It's it's twistedly funny. I love it. I love it. I've, I've been on a real James Gunn binge, and the Peacemaker series has been really fun. Yeah, I'm kind of. Uh, I have this thing about like trying to force like political correct. I, I hate it when it comes into my movies when it's obvious. And I watched the first. What do you mean though? Like, I mean, because at that, you still watch Star Wars? Because that's, like, like very, I know. pretty obviously about... <laughs> it's getting, like, they're forcing the whole, like, gender... Like, the, I I just kind of like the, the gender movie... balance? Like, like is the CIA too gender balanced or whatever? Or, like, I'm actually, I'm confused about that one. <laughs> no, like, it's it's hard to explain. Like... <sighs> you know, I get mad when I see Steve Agee on screen, too, so I understand. Uh... <laughs> now, I watched, like, the first episode. Of course, you have, like, a, a lesbian. It's like a, I'm like, is this a lesbian couple... And like one's black, one's white. And I'm like, how no, they're often... both black. They're both black lesbians. Okay. Just... I mean, but did like... you get mad at the wire for that? Because the wire I didn't say I got pretty... mad. I just said when you try to force it intentionally, you see all these Netflix does it all the time with series of shows. Like you have like well, but, but I'm to... saying, like, even like well, so like HBO, like I you could probably say the same thing about like HBO when they had a lesbian couple episode like three of the wire. Or like, yeah, but that's like more. It feels more natural. It's like it's like if you go back in the nineties and movies, like it does. What are you laughing? Like go back to I know, like that's Terminator. That's just like a funny thing to say. Like it feels more natural. No, like, no. Like, let me get, let me give you an example. Let's take just, a, let's take Aliens and Terminator Two. Like Linda Hamilton, badass. Sigourney Weaver, yeah. badass. Right. Yeah. It didn't feel like I don't need a man. Like I feel like there's just a sort of like gen. Those were natural badasses. It felt natural. I wasn't thinking like, oh my God, this is such a political push. Like, but the way- I, I, well, I mean, this is, by the way, nothing's going to be funny about this conversation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not important, but that's perfect. Uh, no, it, it's really along the lines of like the idea of uh, just like, or were you not filtering it through that cultural lens the first time you would have seen it? That's a possible like, thought of that. That is a very real possibility. Uh, like, it also have you means- seen the old guard? Back then, but have like- seen the old like guard? The- whether yeah, I saw the old guard. That's like, does that feel political? I mean, they added a black woman to the team. I think no, that doesn't one feel white guy and he was I, European. No, no, it's usually when there's comments or something like, uh, you know, like, oh, I don't need a man, or like when they made, or when they made like Oceans, the Oceans movie. They when were they very redo, overtly gay. Actually. Or like when they do other movies based on other movies with like an all female cast. Like, like it's kind of like, why don't you? Yeah, like why don't you make your own instead of making a version? Oh, they did. It was called Widows. Nobody saw it. It was so good. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's, it, it just doesn't make any. It's like Literally, they came out the wrong. same year. I like to watch Ocean you know? Seven naked and on mute. Ocean's Eight, yes. Or eight, like, whatever it was. Yeah. No, he's in Ocean's Four. Apparently, they went backwards. <laughs> they were like, we're gonna stop eight and go down. Before you know, it's gonna be Ocean's One and Sandra Bullock's gonna be walking around top. Don't you? Don't you hate when they promise you an Ocean Eight and it's an Ocean Four? Yeah. <laughs> when they promise it's an Ocean Eleven and it's an Ocean Eight, you. <laughs> There's going to be like an Oceans like two is going to be a bunch of toddlers trying to steal like cookies from the fucking teacher's lounge. It's like and a- that's, that's actually the Rugrats reboot. Rugrats, um, yeah. What movie was it? There was this horror movie I was watching on Netflix. And I'm like, OK, you have this African-American kid. You have an Asian person. You have the okay. football player. You have all these different people. And I'm like, these people would never all hang out together in real life in high school. Flight attendants. <laughs> Hold on. That sounds like the it sounds like flight attendants. I work at a bar. We get a lot of flight yeah. Crew. It does sound like flight attendants. And when actually. you see a flight crew walk in, you can see them a mile away because it's five people that you know would never hang out. There's like an old white guy who's like chiseled, looks like he's seen some shit, right? 
And then you have like you have like these young girls. You have like maybe a young black girl, but then you have an older white woman who's like a, a seasoned flight attendant. And then you have this like little dorky guy who's the co-pilot. And then you have maybe like you know some like you know like a, an Asian or a Spanish girl or someone who's just like new to the crew. <laughs> you know, one and one other is that what you're saying? Like, like, yeah, like a mix of something, you know. And you sit there and it's like you know these five people. I don't think would ever have a hangout because you see the old guy and they just sit there so awkwardly. You know, they're all. <laughs> Like they have I'm really bummed for you guys in your non-multiracial crews that you don't hang out with. They're really <laughs> fun. You should like try it. Unfortunately, we, you know, it, it lived in Boston. You get a lot of Italians and Irish. That's about it. Not much other than that. Yeah, Italians and Irish. The other whites. The other way, yeah. <laughs> one can cook, one can't. <laughs> one to food. One, the food tastes good, and the other ones, if you like potato and corned beef once a year. No, no, one can fight, and the others have knives and guns. Yeah. One can fight, and one will hire someone to throw you in the back of a Cadillac and drive you around town for a few hours. <laughs> one doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> no. Now, do they provide you with a meal at the winery? It looks like... Uh... I'm, having, I'm having a piece of key lime pie. Ooh. Key lime pie. Yeah. A lot of season for that, but it's, it's nice. I know. It's delicious. It's homemade, fresh. From like somewhere around here. <laughs> so when you do these these tours, do you are you with a group of guys or girls or or, or whatever? And you guys kind of one in three people okay. are on a tour. So it'll be either a host feature headliner or just a feature headliner. Cool. Just and doing who, you know an hour or forty five. Who does the the booking for you guys? Oh, did you guys kind of do it just as a group? Uh, it's through this. It's uh, through a company that does like they're a booking company that does all these like uh, brewery winery sort of thing. Nice. Uh, Heron Entertainment. I think he did some like he does one in like Nashua. Okay. Um, <laughs> I just like when someone I when you 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 I didn't realize it, but you totally how did you get that to me? Uh, to me. <laughs> what, what do you mean? You like do you do stand up, dude? I do. Yes. Uh yeah yeah yeah. So you gave me a look of how'd you get that? No, no, it was, it was like, no, because it's such like this like mini tour around like wineries and stuff like this. It's like, because like I've been Boston, like there's be people that'll go around and they'll bounce around like like breweries. They do a brewery yeah. tour and stuff like that. They'll bounce. Well, Boston's like, home of the original like home headliners. Yeah. Like yeah. you had all the guys like Steve Sweeney and all those dudes. Right, right. Who they just stayed in the area before exactly. like Rogan and Marin, Louie and all those people were like. And a lot of them are still here. Like, that's like, what I'm uh, saying. Clock, my, uh, Lenny Clock doesn't leave. He's, he's up at uh, the Saugus of the Prince like at least once a month. You know what I mean? Oh, and, yeah. Exactly. He just he does it in front of his people. He's right. Uh, like Bob Marley basically stole it and just does that in Maine now. Right. Exactly. He's at selfies in Portland all the time. You know, he goes to the Kowloon and Saugus occasionally when they do. Something. Yeah, he just he just pop in, you know, no, but, or then it'll sell out like a theater, like a like a huge theater, like five nights in a row. In no, Maine. but the thing with comedians, a lot of us are very just unorganized. Not, a lot of us don't get our shit together. So like for you to be like in this organized group of guys just bouncing around to all these like wineries around like, you know, that, that oh, yeah. belt and stuff where like comedy isn't like exactly like it's not like New York, I, right? You know, I performed in 44 states now. Like it's it's a total game changer in terms of you just go out to all these places that you never would have ever gone to before. Right. And you're like, why the fuck am I in Quinter, Kansas? But you're like, they have a brewery there. People show up for the one event. So 50 people show up and it's fun. <laughs> Did you find it's easier to deal with crowds like in these like smaller towns than it would be like in the big cities just for the fact that these people just like I just so grateful this comedy and some entertainment here for the night and they're like, oh, not always, not always. No, they're just as entitled as everybody else. Everybody has Netflix now. (laughs) Yeah, Um, that's 
here's the thing people want to talk about all that but i do comedy all over the country yeah and uh and in rural areas like far off the beaten path as well as like large cities and all that stuff like i'll be in denver but i'll also be in poughkeepsie Mm -hmm. um and then the place next to poughkeepsie that no one's ever heard of yeah right Uh, and so like fish kill new york they're all not just what yeah 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 (laughs) Horse Death Nevada. Like, right. you know, it's just weird. <laughs> like, I don't know if this is safe at all. <laughs> but, like, but, uh, the thing is, it's just what offend people. But people get offended the same way, just over a different thing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Comedy yeah, clubs uh, aren't what they, they were, you know, 15, 20 years ago. In, in, yeah. They were, I mean, what do you mean by that? Like, <laughs> well, so basically, like, when I first, like, I don't know, started, you know, 15 years ago in college and stuff, like, the comedy club was like the, the it was like the only free area where you could kind of just tell jokes and say stuff. And yeah, some people would get offended. But, you know, if they're offended, you know, I apologize you're offended by it, but you're in the comedy, you know, what you're getting into when you get into the place, right? So if it's people yeah. telling jokes and stuff, it was, it's kind of like a, and, and I'm not saying being like brutal or being mean or being like really, really like angry. Right. I'm just talking about you say a joke that some people might find funny, some don't. But it's like within that bubble. Right. So like you're you know, what you're getting into going into the comedy club. And like as years have evolved, it seems like that that bubble has now like it's gone now. Like so people will be like, I mean, no, but that's, but that's but like it's 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 the same everywhere. It's just over certain things. And also that bubble wasn't there necessarily for long periods of time like in the 80s or something you joked about like aids in anything other than those guys should die or whatever then they, people get very tense and uncomfortable about it right, it's always right. it's always been that way i mean lenny bruce literally got arrested for being on stage for being too offensive no for sure like, yeah but yeah, like, like, i'm saying like now it's just like i i found like even the thing is i i like obviously if you haven't put it together i'm definitely more on the liberal side of things but yeah uh <laughs> I talk about like I literally have an eight minute chunk about STDs that is just sexual health and education that yeah. is very funny but like yeah. is very much based around the idea of like destigmatizing all that stuff and uh, I do that and then I'll watch conservative crowds just like tense up on me just because they're like you I don't know if that's okay to talk about mm. uh, yeah I guess so but I, 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 yeah I mean but so I'm saying it's 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 that's everywhere people just feel like their opinions are more important I say it on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> no, but it, the problem is, it's like people go into a comedy club and think that like the the comedy should be exactly the way they want it to be, and that's not right. A comedy club should be an open forum. So like when you go into well, a comedy the, club, you're well, the people in the '80s just basically didn't have a cell phone to write a review of a website of. Yeah. They just they would give it's a true. comment card, and the owner could go, "Yeah, we're looking at comment cards, or fuck them," right. uh, and side with the comic, and that's on the owner. But yeah, I mean, people are. Crazy. overall like 50 percent of the population <laughs> has under a below average iq oh yeah i mean that's get what i'll like, if you want people to be responsible for themselves we have to teach so much more than math like <laughs> um, a lot of people are a step away from shitting their pants on a regular basis you know what like I mean? honestly i'm i'm five glasses of wine in i could do it tonight <laughs> You never know, and you, like you never know what kind of crowd you're gonna get either, too. Especially in those. I'm really like, excited uh, if I'm still on this podcast and I shit my pants. I'll be like, "How do I shit my pants on this blockbuster?" <laughs> Clear it up, and I'll fall. There's nobody in here. Don't worry. About it. There's a good spot. How did for I you shit right my pants there. so hard? I time traveled. You got some good movies behind me that no one wants. <laughs> Jeff in real life, or uh, we can watch The Collector. We got some- Jeff in real life. <laughs> oh my god, The Collector. Dust that off. Um, 
I got a question though. You, I, you, your Tinder Tales podcast. I, I see you haven't posted like in like almost a year. Yes, I think it's I, actually really cool. You're gonna get back to that. I don't know. I mean, I did it for five years. I liked doing yeah, it. I had fun doing years. it. Like, it's a great concept. I love it. Um, Thanks. I just, uh, I, just I found it personally, and this is a, a, a concept I'm sure you guys love. I found personally, it's hard for a man to get into like the dating advice thing unless they are very traditional. Okay. Yeah. yeah I see that. Yeah. Because um, women crush it there because uh, women want to hear from a woman a lot of times. They want to hear, they want to at least hear one woman's perspective on the show. And then they also, and guys want to hear a woman talk about her fucking. Mm. It's, and I, then if it's a good podcast, even better. Well, when it comes to stuff like Tinder back in the day, I remember thinking like, okay, when I would go on a, on a Tinder date back in the day, I would always like it if the date went good or went bad. If it was just middling, it kind of sucked. Cause at least it's if it's bad, worse. I have a story. You mm. know what I mean? Yep. If it's bad, I got exactly. a story. If it's good, it was good. You know, you want to, you want to um, hear a crazy bad dating story? Oh yeah. Uh, always. Of them. Yeah. Oh, same here. I, uh, so one time, uh, I matched with this girl on Tinder and like that day, the text chemistry was so good that we immediately we were like, we're going on a date tonight. So we meet up at 10 p.m. in a bar in Brooklyn. And then as we're having our uh, first drink, like 20 minutes into the date, she goes, hey, I gotta let you know, I'm like very high right now. <laughs> because it was this date, yeah, all right. I took three, she took three edibles. Oh, oh Jesus. So I was like, did you want me to like call 911? I don't know what to, like, what do you. Just impressive, which is like, there you what? go. Yeah. She said, she said they were like only five milligram, but I think she was wrong. I think they were like 15. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so, um, so what happened? Did you so just, that's like three times as wrong. Like 15 like, or 45 is, that's crazy. Yes. Um, so uh, like 15 minutes go by and she's like, actually, you know what? I'm not good. I'm too high. I got to get out of here. And I, I just heard, I, got, I was like, hey, listen, if you're not having fun. Right. Yeah. Day, I hold you, you can just just tell me that you don't have to pretend to like and uh she goes no i swear it's the drugs and gets up out of the booth walks two steps and then falls head first backwards onto the bar floor oh. <laughs> i gotta deal with the emergency oh no no blood no blood that's good she like like but it is like a hard stone floor she just boom and i was like whoa no exactly. yeah and i so I get her, I sit her back in there and I'm trying to get her an Uber and I'm asking her what her address is, but she doesn't want to tell me. Yeah, because she doesn't want you to, you know, kidnap her in the middle of the night or allegedly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, no, that's exactly. She was just like, I don't know you. And I'm like, I, this is not how I wanted the date to go. Like, I didn't move to you. Like, come on, like, please. Like, I, I text you thinking at 10 o'clock at night, I'm going to get laid. And now I hear I'm a fucking medical assistant to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, frankly, you repeat yourself over being honest. <laughs> Terrible. Oh God. And I, and so she, she gives I get her I get her address to Uber. And uh she uh so um we're, we're outside and we're waiting and then it hits her again and she falls over again. <laughs> oh. This time I did I did try to hold her up, but I'm a very small person. 
and she was like 5'10 and a couple pounds more than me. So it was just like, nope, gone, sorry. There were some people that still try to close that deal and be like, hey, do you mind signing this slip right here saying you can censor anything that goes on tonight just in case this comes back and bites? Just in case, you know, she fell on the ground. We were not getting an Uber. I called 911 at that point. Yeah, <laughs> I was right. Like, All right. You know, maybe, maybe uh, you're some some guy who's uh, working part-time is not the guy who should be bringing home right now. Maybe we should get some medical advance to help you. <laughs> exactly. I was, yeah, that was the worst part is I was like, how do I convince this girl that maybe I should go with you because I don't trust an Uber driver right now. Right. And you might right. pass out. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know how, like, do you have a roommate that we can text or like. I got, I got an Uber for a drunk girl. I used to work for the bar once. And uh, I, I'm always against giving people Ubers because I just, I just, you know, I, I, I just don't believe in it. I go, you just figure it out yourself or something. Cause they get always, I don't want anything to, I don't need a paper trail coming back to me. So this girl was hammered. So she fell asleep in the back of the fucking Uber. Oh and my her God. Father, her father was like a mobster type guy. So the, the Uber driver is probably he's not from around here. He's a foreigner, obviously, and he's working and he's, he's just making trying to make a living here. And this poor guy has to drive this girl like 35 miles north of Boston to her house, pulls into the driveway. She's passed out. He's trying to wake her up. So the only number he has is the number that I gave him. That's on my Uber account. So he's calling me and I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? I don't have her number. I don't have her house number. I go, can you wake her up and stuff? And he's like, I cannot wake her up. Meanwhile, the mobster father's coming out and sees his passed out daughter in the back of a car of, the, of a guy that he doesn't know. This poor sap is just trying. Oh, to make- my God. And I can hear him arguing and yelling back. I'm like, oh, my God, this poor guy might get knocked out by the father because his daughter's drunk as a yeah. drunk in the back of the car. And that's the last time I ever I, every time someone asked me to put a goober, I go, sorry, I can't do it. I go, I just don't. And I'm on the phone listening to this entire thing. So I'm a third party uh, witness to whatever the hell is going on right there. Right. You're like, oh, I might be part of a trial. <laughs> yeah. But I don't need to be a witness for this. So, you know, I'm just trying to be a nice guy. You know, it's, yeah, it's, you're the guy with all of his Uber information, too. <laughs> exactly. Right. It's like, all right. How am I going to explain this? Like, why was the girl drunk? I'm like, I worked. Like, what did you do to her? I'm like, I, I didn't do anything. I put her in a car. I thought she was going to get home safe. I, you know, I gave it to a, in a bar. What did I do to her? Right, exactly. <laughs> I, so I got a good I got a good Tinder date story for you. I have a few, wow. but for the sake of time, I'll tell one. All right. So I meet this girl up Tinder. We go, I meet her at this bar. I show up. She's already drunk. So right out of the gate, we're we're firing on all Please. cylinders. Hell yeah, yeah, right? yeah. She's already <laughs> drunk, right? So we're talking a little bit and talking. Yeah, you want to be the kind of guy that like a uh, girl's like, I'm gonna need a couple of drinks before I do this. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm like, fuck this. I already knew this was gonna be bad. It's just had it was already going in a direction here. That so we're talking. He's gonna bit. show off his VHS collection. I can already feel right. it. <laughs> and then we're talking. She's like, Do you think I need implants? She pulls out her tit at the bar, right? Hell yeah. This girl the bartender's like up? the bartender's like, You can't fucking do that, right? I'm not drunk, right? Here's the thing, no. I'm not like drunk. You're so it's like level I yet. can't exactly so i'm like I, oh, fuck, let's go. all right so we're talking and talking and then eventually she's like i gotta go to, to my mom she's like i don't have my car i'm gonna go my, i guess her mother is a part-time bartender and mm-hmm. isn't too far away and she's gonna wait for her mom to get off of work because she doesn't well that explains how she got hammered probably right? was yeah so <laughs> i was like well i can i'm like where's the bar she's like oh it's only a couple i'm like well do you want i can drive you right she's like okay that'd be cool so i drive it we drive there i meet her mom Mother's bartending and her boy, her mother's boyfriend is there too. We're talking about, and then I'm like, I'm like, hi, this is kind of weird. She's like, this is not weird at all. My mother's probably going to ask you your cock size and all that stuff, and it was just really weird. So then I'm like, well, where where are you going? Pulls her tits out at the bar, right? I'm like, like, you're just going to. Mom, you think I need a boob job? (laughs) 
I'm like, you're just going to wait here all night until your mom's off at work. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, I know you don't know me that well, but like, I don't mind just dropping you off. Cause she's, she's, she was like really fucked up. Right. I was not really that fucked up at all. So I don't take oh, advantage careful. of people. You know right. what I mean? Like I'm not like on that same level. So I couldn't really, no, it's um, just like, ugh. and I wouldn't have driven, you know? Oh my so God, thank God. I, w- I was worried a butt was about to show up in that sentence. <laughs> so no, no. So, so I take her home, help her get in the door. She starts like kissing my neck and like, of course I'm starting to get a little trumpet. I'm like, I just fucking do this. Can't. Yeah. Right. So then yeah. I'm like, I hang around though. And I'm like, I use your bathroom. I go into the bathroom. There is a fucking stack of porn mags, like on the top of the toilet. Nice. Like, this high. And I'm like, I go back into her room and I'm like, what's up with the porn mags like in the bathroom? She's like, those are my roommates. And I'm like, oh, you have a roommate. She's like, yeah, you met him. It's my mom's boyfriend. And I'm like, this girl rules. What are you talking about? This girl's awesome. She would have ruled if I was also drunk. But again, I'm not going to fuck a drunk girl when I am not drunk. Like, no, just, no, absolutely. Look, that's, that's the mother. Ask her if she has any tequila. Yeah, right. But chug it, like, no, animal but house bang- style. You could have banged the mom because the obviously the roommate who's her mother's boyfriend probably bangs her on the side. I was too sober for it to be to seem normal. And then with the second one, long story short, she gets hammered and then she's like, my best friend's having a party. Let's go. And I take her there and walk in and her best friend immediately walks up to her and goes, what the fuck are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I thought this was your best friend. It started this whole fucking scene. And then I had to get her out of there. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God. But. That's just a short version because I didn't want Jesus. to see that. I still think- I'm really excited for that first girl for you to fall in love with her and then her to sell all your stuff for Oxycontin. Right. <laughs> that sounds about right. I was rooting for and you to bang the mom. Was the mom good looking at all or was she like a little rough? Battle worn. You could tell when she was younger, she might have been a looker, her mother. Yeah. Like she, was, she was battle worn. Can, can I just oh, get a, can I get a town? Just a town and uh, just from my knowledge, I'm just curious what town. I don't want to know the name or anything. What? Everett. Everett. <laughs> right. <there. laughs> David, you know anything about Everett? That explains Everett in that. that, that oh, yeah. No, I, I no, I've not been to Everett specifically. Uh, it, right. Every that, every every big city has their Everett. Right. Uh, exactly. Yes. So it's exactly what you would imagine it to be. So <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. I'm already I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. It's not the bad, it's nothing wrong with that. Um the tin yeah, thing. I mean, listen, yeah, there's like reasons to go to Camden or whatever. Right. Uh, I mean, I listen, if I was all horned up living in Philly and some girls like I'm in, I'm in Camden right now, ready to go, I'd probably would take that separate ride over the uh, over the, over the Delaware into the uh, unknown lands of Camden and risk my life for 15 seconds of pleasure and have to think of live with myself on the way back to the city. <laughs> One time I was doing a show in Camden and I didn't I forgot to have uh, I didn't have any cash on me. <laughs> and I didn't and, and all the bridges there cost money and I was oh, like yeah. freaking out because I was like and I was such a like young dumb kid from the suburbs that I was like looking around for an ATM in Camden oh god oh no <laughs> and you still and see this day. obviously I couldn't find any because there were no uh, there were no ATMs around right uh, they were all stolen or destroyed or whatever not around and so I kept driving by the same prostitute like four times to the point where she just thought it was a John who was trying to work up the nerve to get a prostitute. Uh, for a minute, I thought you were going to ask if she had change. You like, I, honestly, I, I was like, do you accept Venmo and do you have change? Like, let, I will. This lady does. Yo, listen, I'll pay $30 for a $25 below job if I can get $5 cash back. You're like a cop would pull up behind you. It was like that episode of Seinfeld where Jerry was just talking to the hooker. 
And he wasn't trying to get anything. He was just having a conversation for her. And the cops roll up on him. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know if I just like swipe a credit card down her ass or something. Like, see if that <laughs> works. A little sludge on it. I got lost. I so <laughs> I have a funny Camden story. The first time I ever went to Philly, I, me and my uh, cousins. This was like, God, probably like 15 years ago. We went down to a for a Sox Phillies game, and uh, we get down to downtown Philadelphia, and we're gonna take the train to the stadiums. But we got on the wrong train, and we end up on a train to New Jersey, and it was like nine o'clock in the morning and we sit in there and there's a guy in a tuxedo sitting in front of us at nine in the morning on a Saturday. And he, yeah. he looks all disheveled. Like he just been through some shit. Right. So I'm sitting there looking at him and he's looking at us and we all got our Red Sox jerseys on and stuff. And we're looking at him and he's like, you guys going to the ballpark? And we're like, yeah. And he's like, and now meanwhile, I have my 17 year old cousin. I think I'm like 22. My other cousin's like 21. We're the young little babies. And he goes, you're going the wrong way. And I go, I'm sorry. And he's like, you're on the wrong train. You're going to Camden. And I go, and I knew Camden a little bit from from, from watching the news. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And my other cousin's like, what was that? I go, uh-oh. And he's like, yeah. And then he just took a brown paper bag of booze and swung it back and and I go, okay. So like go, next stop, Camden. So I'm like, all right. So I'm like, all right, let's get off the train, wait for the next train, go back into the city and try to go the right way. So we're sitting there. And at nine o'clock in the morning, I seen some characters at that train station. And I was like, wow, did I just endangered, you know, all the males in my family in this train station in Camden, New Jersey on a Saturday morning? Saturday morning, it's it's only no one, no one there is not on drugs at 8 a.m. on a Saturday. Yeah, they're still sleeping, hopefully, you would think. <laughs> no, or they're up from the night before. Oh, they're up from the night, yeah, exactly. But I always wanted to this day, and this was like in 2007, like, where the man in the tuxedo ended up? Like, why was he in a tuxedo at 9 o'clock in the morning on a train to Camden? I just don't know. And I, I keep <laughs> up at night sometimes. So I'm like, wondering where a tuxedo man I thought he was like a limo driver. Just like he ran out of gas, and he was like, "Fuck it, I'm leaving the limo there. I'm going home." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> going, I'm going to Camden. I'll pick it up in the morning. Actually, probably. But it's kind of good to know that there's, there's a lot of hookers in Camden. So next time I'm in the, in the Philly area, if I want to hook, I just go across the George Washington. Oh, was it the was that the Frank the the, the Ben Franklin yeah, Bridge? Ben Franklin. Yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's the one. I don't know. There, there's so many bridges <laughs> in that little area. Fucking Philly. All right, brother, we're getting close to the end. Uh, do you want to plug your uh, gigs real quick or your website? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, today, like, I mean, the next two, I'm in uh, Newport, Kentucky at Wooden Cask Brewery. And I, and then Saturday, I'm at Tennessee Valley Brewing Company in uh, Clarksville, Tennessee. And then I, uh, if you're, if anyone's in the uh, Delaware area of things, the Pennsylvania through Maryland area, I'm doing my first album special taping. Uh, February 26th, Saturday, 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. Sweet. Nice. The Newport, yeah. Kentucky, oh, I was say, Newport, Kentucky, I've been there before. When I went to Cincinnati for a ball game. Yep. We ended exactly. up across the river. The Brass Ass is this diviest bar slash strip club in the world. It's not for sexual entertainment, but it's for a story. <laughs> so if you, you're bored, it's probably on that main drag where the club's probably at. It's yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, it's called the Brash Ass. I think it's on like New. I feel it's like Newport Avenue or something like that. But it's uh, Newport. Newport, you feel the difference as you go over that ooh. that bridge. You're like, here is where a city is funded and a place is not. 
I took a this is this was like 2012 real quick. I took a cab from Cincinnati. No, it's 2010 from Cincinnati because I have Ubi yet from Cincinnati to Newport because everyone in Cincinnati was like, if you want to hang out and have a good time tonight, go to Newport, Kentucky. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I did that. And I took a they just cab. Knew over. You were such a dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, I was like, all right, this is gonna be a great time. So I between the brass ass and the brass donkey, which the do- rest in peace, brass donkey out of business, ripped down, no longer there. Um, I had a decent time. And then, but I couldn't find a cab to take me back to Cincinnati because none of the cabbies wanted to cross the bridge. So I had to walk from fucking Newport, Kentucky, over yeah. the bridge to downtown Cincinnati to find my way back to the hotel room. So you know, Jesus Christ. Thank the Lord I survived that that journey, but you know, it is what it is. But uh David, thank you oh, for I, you know my, my album taping. Uh yeah. oh yeah, so Saturday, Joe. February 26th. I'm I'm gonna do it. I'm taping it and I'm filming it too. Uh oh, and I'm going to be, I found out I did some research and I'm pretty sure I'm the first special ever filmed in Delaware. Oh, sweet. That's pretty cool. Yes. Wow. So I'm doing it at yeah, the Wilmington Drama League. I'm doing it at a small theater in Delaware. Nice. Well, yep. Check that out if you're in the Delaware. Delaware who? Delaware what? Delaware. Delaware. Every time I think of Delaware, <laughs> I just think of uh, um, fucking Wayne's World when it's like, hey, we're in Delaware. That's the one. <laughs> there you go. Delaware. All right, All right. Dave. Thank you for joining us tonight. Have a good night. Yeah, it was nice meeting you, you too, man. man. Later. Nice meeting you guys. Have a good one. Yeah, you too, man. See ya. Oh, What's happening? There we go. Boom. There we go. Boom. You know I got to tell you, nothing makes my day more than when you come confrontational with guests. Like, I live for what, for what, <laughs> been what? a while. <laughs> what do you mean? Since you became confrontational with guests. That was you weren't totally cool. No, but you were getting there. I uh, yeah, I, it would have taken a little more, but I would have. If I put some gasoline in that fight, that would have been an engulfing. No, no, it wouldn't have. Because then it got redirected to, like, actual funny stuff. But Right. Yeah. I wouldn't I wasn't offended with my thoughts. I just wish I I don't I don't like when people at least listen to what I have to say. Be like, no, listen, like yeah. then you can say something. But that like, entertains you know, me. I don't like when people interject. I like poking the bear. I like I, I don't want I don't want to be the bear being poked, but I like to sit back and just watch the bear. Yeah, no, was, I, I enjoyed him. He's this guy. Yeah. Hashtag. No angry at him tonight, but no. <laughs> no. Yeah. that was nothing. <laughs> I don't know. I I, I I forgot about it until you just said that. I I yeah. was completely I didn't forget about it. I was thinking about the early rest of the show. There's going to be another outburst. I was like, Ooh. no, no. I was like, Ooh, this could be interesting. It's funny. You, I am more like on the show than like how you are in the office. Yeah. You're more um, fired up in the office. I am more docile in the office. You, I, on the show, I get more animated about certain things. Well, I tend to get more fired up with people I know than strangers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't usually outlash and strangers I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't an outlash. Though. No, I'm not saying no. you did this time. I'm saying, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, no, no. But those times I did outlash were poked hard. That was because I will sit there for a certain amount of time right. quietly. No, there's nothing wrong with that. No, yeah, I, until yeah, no, it's like hey, hey, that chick, like that, that chick. <laughs> like, oh my god, just like the best part about that chick is that it went over to another show that we were recording. It I know, Coupon series. Because it started off playful. I remember it yeah. starting off playful and fun. And then yeah. it crossed a line at some point. And I forget. I, I wish I could remember what it was about. I, I wish I, I really wish that. I could. Because it was on like uh, it was on that show. Who wants to be the next podcast? When, next co-host. Right. That was the show that we did afterwards. Yeah. God, I forget his name. But he was he was. Uh, he was cool. He was uh, what was the guy? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I want to see if that search. Be the next podcast or be the next co-host. 
searching for the next co-host. Searching for a co-host. Searching for a co-host. I think it was the name of the show. Excuse me. He was a good shit. He was he had like it was like something like Eric K or something like that or like yeah. Uh, but long yeah, story short, we had, him on our, story, yeah. we had him on our show, and he was like, "Oh, do you mind being a guest on my show after?" Which we recorded one of the like the sound studios in the, in the studio. I'm like, "Yeah, sure, it'd be cool." And then I'm like, yeah, "You you you hung out and the girls like," and he's like, "Oh, you want to come too?" And it was the girl from Alaska. I, I don't remember her name for the life of me. I would have to. I look will up. say, up until that point, I was confident I was going to sleep with her. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah. Up until that point, I'm like, there's some playful banter going on. Here. Too, and, yeah. and then and turn. <laughs> turn and it got. Yeah. I don't I don't get uncomfortable. I actually I when people are uncomfortable around me, I actually live for that because I'm a sick. Fuck oh, man. I know you do. I, I, I will throw fuel on a fire to see two people uncomfortable and go at it. Just because for me, as long as I'm not involved in it, it does, I enjoy it thoroughly. Oh, I, I don't feel uncomfortable in those situations. But no, I get it. So most people get uncomfortable. If people like arguing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. I love it. I love it. They live for it. I, 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 if it's with me, I don't feel uncomfortable. If it, it depends what, the, but it can be if it's around me and it's something else, I can feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like if it's a topic I just really don't want to hear about, it's kind of yeah. weird. Like I'm just like, I really don't want to be involved in this. Right. Yeah, yeah. Leave. It's a little odd. Like, yeah. Do I don't need to be here. No, but fucking um, A. Yeah. We'll look it up. It's, it's in our archives. It's back in the, uh, 2017 ish. Yeah. Be like, uh, February or like, uh, January 2017. If you're interested in listening to the story, but uh, you know, this is what it is. So yeah, um, like I said, any plugging anything? Anything you want to plug? Uh, no, not really. No. Yeah. You, know, you have any videos going on the uh, potato coming up? Or? I've been editing. I've been doing a lot of editing, but I, I'm going to be delaying a lot of that more because I'm using a lot of my free time, like doing analytic stuff and trying to build passive income through cryptocurrency and doing stuff like that. And I, I have fun in that. So a lot of time is going into studying charts and yeah. I know. I see a lot of buy, like I see a lot of line charts on your computer sometimes. So. Yeah, like I'm, I'm really getting deep into that because I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit onto something, but like I am not pulling the trigger yet. I need some more data, but like I like, I love analyzing data. I've always liked analyzing data, and I yeah. think I can build some stuff here. So I'm, and I like, I find that fun too, and I find YouTube fun, but YouTube's never gonna earn me passive income. So if I can do something I enjoy and, and earn passive income, I'm gonna do it. And I'm onto a few little things here that I have to test. But I'm not, I'm, I, I'm going to have to, I'm going to, I'm going through some testing things that I'm doing on the weekends with some of this stuff, but like, it's a lot of gray area and I, I'm just kind of going lightly into certain things because I don't want to fuck up. Right on. Hey, you listen. Know? And then I can teach you and then I can teach yeah. other people possibly too, you know? It's like, it's like uh, encoding. It's like, uh, it's like, what's that movie with uh, um, Nicolas Cage when he's encoding shit? Well, if, if I could figure out what I'm going to do, honestly, already, I'm going to tell you right now, I think your best bet would be to teach Henry how to do this because no, because a lot of it does actually involve gaming and yeah. earning tokens that can then be transferred. Heard about to, yeah, right. Well, but it's like if you could teach yeah. a little kid how to do it while you're working, you can make up to a couple hundred dollars a day. This is interesting. Just from fucking but, gaming. Yeah. But th- there's some things that there's some things I'm trying to figure out here because I'm like, is this kind of um, and like well, the... in 30 years, I'll just do mature, mature porn. Yeah. You know, they always need an old guy for a porn movie. Yeah. Take a blue pill. Color. Hey, there you go, buddy. Cool. All right. My All right we can get me on the Wicked Explorers. Give me on uh, 
Pack, of course, and wizardy.com. And uh, we'll be back next week with a guest, another comedian. Uh, cool. We'll be back to normal Thursday nights here at 8 o'clock here at the ID84 show of Adam the Mallets. See you guys later. Bye, buddy.